Welcome to the Wrong Advice Podcast. I'm your host, John Picciuto, and thanks for joining us today. Um, episode number five, we are diving into existential crises. Why are we here? What is the point of life? And probably way broader and probably not any more specific than that whatsoever. Um, I thought that in a post-COVID world, and not even post being that uh, such a small percentage of the population is currently vaccinated, uh, be a good time to look at things like life and uh, why we're here, how do we get here, how did I get here, why am I here, why are we here, and uh, just kind of discuss um, some broad topics. Um, I had hoped to have uh, uh, a co-host on this episode. Uh, but unfortunately, they had to cancel last minute. Um, so it's just me today diving into a number of the topics that uh, we had kind of outlined on what we were going to discuss. Um, so I, I thought that with where we are today um, and how things are looking long term and what the effects of the COVID pandemic has had on me personally, um, it would be a good time to kind of talk about how I got here. Why am I here? Um, you know, why did I start this podcast? I mean, I, I did touch briefly on this in um, the welcome episode, um, but there's pretty much been one common theme in my life, and that is that my friends, my family, for better or for worse, people have constantly come to me with advice. Um, you know, whether it's dating advice, uh, job advice, life advice, whatever. Um, and over time, I kind of realized that this is something that I enjoy doing. I like talking to people about their problems. I like talking to people about life and why we're here and whatnot. So it kind of seemed like a natural progression for me to start this podcast. Um, the wrong advice is just a pun. Obviously, I like to think that my advice is good and hopefully that someone somewhere benefits from it. Um, in terms of where I'm at today with my life, um, things are really good. I'm super blessed. I'm super happy. I wake up pretty much every day um, with excitement about what I've got going on professionally, personally, etc. And that didn't always, that was not always the case. Um, I think it's easy to get lost in life. And, you know, for better or for worse, I've just been, you know, punching the clock and, and you know, kind of taking things uh, as they come in life. I wasn't attacking life. I was more letting it go and just kind of come at me on, uh, you know, daily, weekly, yearly basis. And I don't necessarily think that's the right way to live life. So I think that even from a young age, when you're in high school, um, you are impressed upon how important a decision like college is. When you're in college, uh, it's impressed upon you how important it is to pick the right uh, degree. Um, when you're getting your degree, uh, it's impressed upon you how important a 4.0 GPA is. And throughout this process at a young age, you know, high school and college, nobody takes the time to ask you what you're interested in. It's all more along the lines of this is what you're already good at and we should lean into that. And I say that because uh, in high school and in college, I was good at math, so I had good math scores. And because I did well in math, um, it was logical for my um, counselors to push me in math-oriented uh, pro 
programs and math-oriented classes, and it wasn't something that I was necessarily all that interested in. And I think that is kind of how you get down a certain path in life where you're multiple jobs in or multiple classes down, and you're just starting to wonder how you got here. Um, With me, um, I... I had a fascination with sports at a young age. Uh, played a lot of sports. Um, I was obsessed with watching sports. So it seemed like the logical progression for me to major in sports management in college. Um, what they don't tell you about sports management programs in college, especially at um, some universities, that it's not that easy to get into the physical program. Um, they take a small number of people. And when you've got a thousand kids vying for 80 different spots in a program, guess what? If you don't have a 4.0, you're probably not getting in. So that's what happened to me. I was one semester down in college, and I had to already change my life plan. And for me, um, that transition was to economics. Um, And I think that was fine. You know, ultimately, I think the number one lesson I learned from college was more about managing my time, uh, being able to set a schedule for myself, um, occasionally attend class, and try to do my best to get through it. Um, which I did in four years. Um, And the existential part of that conversation is pretty simple because, um, as I had suggested earlier, um, nobody really took the time to sit down with me and have a conversation and say, hey, what are you passionate about? What do you want to do? Um, Sports was the logical decision for me. I wanted to do stuff like coaching or um, working for a professional sports organization. And at the end of the day, I did end up doing that, but it was less of because of what I majored in and more because of what uh, or whom I knew. Um, college is a good place to find yourself on a personal level um, and very much so less on a professional level. Um, unless you are uh, pre-med, uh, pre-law, um, biology, engineering, very specific programs. If you're coming in with general ideas of what you want to do, um, I found college to be a, a little bit uh, of a, of a uh, more of a party and less of a learning experience. So my first job out of college was working for a professional hockey team. Um, and because I always wanted to work in sports, um, this was a dream job. Um, it was a dream job for about the first mm, two to three months or maybe four months um, before the season actually started. Um, what they don't tell you when you go to work for a sports organization at an entry-level sales position is that the pay is not good. Um, but at 21 years old, fresh out of college, with student loans to pay, any money was better than no money. The other thing they don't tell you, or maybe my naivete really shown through, was just how much you work. Um, for a sports team, Uh, In season, they play 42 home games plus a half a dozen or so preseason games, um, as well as playoffs. Um, That's a lot of nights. That's a lot of weekends. That's a lot of holidays. That's a lot of free time that I didn't have. Uh, For the three years that I worked for that team, uh, I worked one New Year's Eve. Um, I worked a bunch of other holidays, uh, a lot of nights, a lot of weekends, and it takes up a lot of time. Um, and that's not something that I put a lot of thought into. Now, that's not to say that I really did not enjoy my time there. Uh, it was a tremendous learning experience. I learned so much from the people that I work with, um, just about being professional, um, how to do a job, 
which was really tremendous. Um, I took a lot of valuable lessons from that uh, first job out of college and took it with me in other places. Um, but again, I ended up there um, because it's what I decided I wanted to do um, and less because people pointed me in that direction. I was told at every turn in college that I can't work for a sports team because I couldn't get into the sports management program. And that's just silly. Um, any sort of professional uh, degree or any degree can inevitably get you to the place that you want to be. Um, if you can sell yourself and if you can learn uh, especially on the job, you could put yourself to be in a position that you can be successful in doing whatever you're doing. Um, what I think, uh, again, is uh, a nice life lesson is that while things may appear to be uh, the thing you want most in this world, they don't always end up being that. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, I think what was nice about that learning experience is I realized that I love sports Um as a voyeuristic uh, pastime, watching it, enjoying it, drinking beer and having fun with it versus, you know, being there nine to five every day or eight to six or, uh, you know, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. during the games. And that was something that I could only learn um, after having worked there. Um, another really strong life lesson uh, that I think is important that I wish I could tell my younger self was that you don't need to know exactly what you want to be um, today. And today could be your 22. Today could be your 42. Um, at the end of the day, um, you can stumble into what you want to be and who you want to be at any point in your life. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, my first job was in sports. I don't work in sports anymore. My second job was not in sports. My third job was not in sports. At the end of the day, you sort of, over time, get to where you're supposed to be. Um, maybe you want to be a teacher. Maybe you want to be a truck driver or a chemist. But the most important thing is to find the one thing in your life that sparks the most amount of joy and follow that. If I could tell my younger self one thing, it would be to try more stuff. Do more uh, hobbies, more activities. To get a, uh, a clear picture of who I was before stumbling through jobs that didn't mean anything to me, um, stumbling through, um, you know, experiences that I didn't enjoy. Um, it, the most important thing that I could recommend um, in a post-COVID world is start with finding what your passions are and chasing those down. Um, I think the 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 unemployment rate right now is there's 11 or 12 million unemployed people. And while there are real worries uh, in terms of, you know, financially getting, uh, you know, your bills paid and your car paid and everything like that, um, it also poses people a really unique opportunity uh, to follow their dreams and follow their passions. And my biggest hope in a post-COVID world um, from a job perspective is for people to chase their dreams. Um, life is short. You're only here for a finite amount of time. And I would hate for people to wake up on a daily basis and do something that they don't love. And at the end of the day, unfortunately, that is a, a very normal occurrence. It's super common for people to wake up on a daily basis and do something uh, that they don't love. And for me, um, after being laid off last year, um, after struggling through, um, which what was a, a financially very lucrative year, um, but a professionally and a personally very weird year, 
Um, I'm finally doing the things that I love and I'm finally uh, feeling like I'm on the right path and doing the right things. And that's because I started chasing the things that I'm passionate about in life, Um, whether that's my photography, whether that is my podcast. Uh, At the end of the day, it took a very weird, unusual shit year um, for me to feel the most settled that I've ever felt in my entire life. Um, Again, why did I start this podcast? And I've touched on this earlier, and I touched on this in the first episode. But what I want to do with this podcast is bring people some semblance of advice. Um, I've got another question and answer episode coming up uh, for episode number six, where I dive into a lot of uh, relationship-based questions. But my biggest thing that I hope from uh, the amount of uh, episodes that I put out from uh, the amount of times that I sit down with friends and family and, and talk about life is just being a, a sounding board for people to ask me stuff and give my opinions and give my advice. Um, I'm no expert. I mean, that's why it's called the Wrong Advice Podcast. Uh, but what I am is someone who's uh, uniquely positioned to listen and hopefully give feedback on what people have going on in their life. Now, I think I misnamed this episode uh, in terms of calling it an uh, existential crisis episode um, because that's going to probably be a a reoccurring theme. Um, I think it's super common for people um, at different points in their life on a daily, a weekly, a monthly, or a yearly basis to feel completely lost and completely alone. And I don't think enough people know how common that is or how normal that is. Um, I think I'm uniquely lucky in that I have a great support system around me, um, whether it's my friends, whether it's my family. Um, I'm extremely lucky that I have the ability to talk to people on a daily basis who have my best interests at heart. Um, Not everybody has that. And again, that's another reason why I started this podcast. Hopefully, it gives people uh, an outlet um, for hearing things that they themselves also feel. Um, It's so common for you to feel lost and alone in this world. And it's so frowned upon to talk about. I mean, you've got douchebags like Piers Morgan saying he doesn't think suicidal thoughts are real. I mean, maybe if you are a man in your late 50s who makes millions of dollars a year, uh, millions of dollars per year spewing hate and bullshit and vitriol, yeah, maybe you don't have anything to worry about. But there has been more suicides in the last year during coronavirus than probably, you know, the 10 years previous, the suicide rate amongst teenagers uh, and preteens are higher than ever. These are actual factual situations. People are looking for other people to rely on. People are looking to connect. And that gets lost in a social media world. And it gets doubly lost when you make fun of people or belittle people for having negative thoughts. Um, I'm super lucky. I've never really had any um, issues dealing with suicidal ideologies or suicidal thoughts. Um, But with the prevalence that it is in the world that we live in today, to just poo-poo or uh, talk shit about people who struggle um, on a daily basis, that's just straight negligence. And that doesn't make you a tough guy. So while that felt very much like a tangent. I just uh, got an alert on my phone and it just reiterated that Piers Morgan is just a gigantic piece of shit. So let me rope it back in a bit. Um, And again, 
Um, what I was hoping to really accomplish on um, the episode today was discussing uh, life and kind of getting to uh, a cohesive feeling of how um, one can feel like they belong. Um, there are so many different life experiences. There are so many different times in our lives when we're supposed to have our shit together. Um, high school to college, college to first job, first job to second job, second job to marriage, third job to, you can hear my dog tiptoeing in the background. <laughs> um but the point is um, that there is enough societal pressure on us on a daily basis um, to drive people insane. Um, I would like to be the person that sitting here at 35 years old, I can tell you it's never too late to chase your dreams and it's never too late to do what you want to do. Um, people will tell you on a daily basis that you can't do something and it is up to you to tell them to fuck off and do it anyway. Um, I think what this pandemic has done a really good job of doing is teaching people that life is short and if you're not taking the time out to chase your passions, if you're not taking the time out to read good books or watch good movies or relax, you're going to drown. And I think that we've reached a point in human history where it's okay to ask for help and we've reached a point um, where it's okay to take chances. At the end of the day, I am doing this podcast because it brings me joy. It brings me a great amount of joy of talking bullshit for 20 to 30 minutes a day um, about life, uh, about relationships, about movies, about whatever. I don't care if five people listen to this podcast today. It's something that I enjoy doing and I'm going to keep doing. Um, I take pictures because I fucking love to take pictures. I don't care if I get two likes on Instagram. I don't care if I get 200 likes or 2000 likes, the likes, the comments, those things do not matter. At the end of the day, I do the things that I do because I want to be happy. I do the things that I want to do because they make me happy. And I think that if I had learned these lessons 10 years ago, I could be in a completely different place. That doesn't matter. You get to where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. And I think if more people understood, not if they understood, if more people took the time to realize that there is no predetermined plan, that there is no um, right answers, if there there is no predetermined path that you get to where you're supposed to be, a lot more people would be happy. Um, I'm sure a lot of people saw the Social Dilemma um, documentary on Netflix. Uh, it talks really, really strongly about just how toxic social media can be for people. And earlier this year, um, I was thinking about taking a break. Um, and I didn't. And I regret it. Um, at the end of the day, I, I think what social media does is because we're so more connected than we ever were, um, that we are so entwined with that instant gratification of posting something and getting immediate access to likes and uh, and applause. Um, it's just conditioned us to be wanting always. And not enough of us are comfortable in our own skin and outside of that fake social media world. Um, so, yeah. Um, that that's going to be the end of today's podcast. Um, that was a rather incoherent ramble. That was a rather, um, pointless podcast. Um, but, uh, what I want to kind of wrap up with, uh, in today's episode is just reiterating that, um, feeling existential dread, uh, in a, in a COVID world is fine. Um, feeling like you don't have all the answers is fine. Feeling like you have no idea what you want to be or who you want to be with is fine. Life is hard. 
there are a lot of difficult choices to make. As long as you're doing things that put your own happiness first and your own health first, I have the supreme faith that you can be happy and I have the supreme faith that you will be successful in whatever you do. To wrap up today's podcast, uh, I'd like to give a recommendation. Um, I, I try to do this as often as possible, even though I think I probably forgot to do it uh, in last week's episode. Um, this week's recommendation is going to be another book. It's by Russ. He's a musician. Um, the title of the book is It's All in Your Head. Um, I think this book came to me at the absolute perfect time in my life. Um, it's one of the motivating factors that has led me to starting this podcast. Um, what's cool about this book is it talks about how Russ, from a very, very, very young age, um, knew that he was destined for greatness. He knew that he was going to be a musician. He knew that he was going to produce fantastic music, and he never stopped believing that even for one second. Um, I can't uh, necessarily fully understand those types of feelings. Um, I do at times feel supremely confident in what I'm doing at any given moment, but obviously as any human being can attest to, I've got doubts. Um, what was nice about this book and obviously, um, if you're not familiar with his music, I'll link his, uh, you know, Apple page or something in the, in the notes. Um, what's nice about reading someone who had such supreme confidence in who they are and what they were going to become. Um, it gave me confidence in myself to do things like further dive into photography and further, uh, explore what I'm looking for, um, for this podcast. Um, so again, the, the, the title of the book is it's all in your head. It's by Russ. Um, I'll link a copy of it below. Um, and at the end of the day, uh, I think it's a really good example of something that can be beneficial for people. It's a little less self-help, but a really, really good motivating book that I think everyone will, uh, will enjoy. So that's it for episode five. Thanks for joining along uh, today on a uh, long-winded, batshit, uh, babbling episode of the Wrong Advice Podcast. Um, as always, if you've got any questions that you'd like to hear me discuss, um, feel free to submit them via DM. Um, I'll also have an email coming soon uh, that you could submit stuff to um, you know, anonymously in case you don't want me to know who you are. But I, I'll never read anybody's names on this uh, podcast. Just uh, ask, answer the questions. Um, so yeah, that's it for episode five. Thanks for coming along with me today. Hope everyone has a great uh, day or evening and uh, take care. God bless.